Welcome to the Money Pilot Financial Advisor Podcast, where you team up with Money Pilot founder, former Army helicopter pilot, and your host, Katie Cannon, to put your money where your heart is. Together, we'll tackle issues big and small so you can take charge and land your financial life. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I thought we'd talk about that B word. You know which what I mean. The budget. I, I don't even like that word. It, it just brings back memories of somebody telling me what to do with my money. And let's face it, we work hard for our money. We don't want somebody else telling us what to do. It's my life. It's my money, right? Same for you. So, you know, we could call it a budget. You could call it a cash flow, if you like that word better. A money plan. Um, heck, you know, it's our money. We should make it our friend, not a nemesis. Maybe call your budget Brittany or something. Whatever works for you, it doesn't really matter what you call it. The big thing is, is it align with what you want to be doing with your money in your life? So one of the first things I usually do with clients when we're talking about the B word is really getting a good feel for what your values are. I usually just have kind of a list and have people circle the different ones. You might just think over the top of your head, but I encourage you to just sit down and just take a little bit of time. Things that might be on your list could be community, contentment, creativity, humanitarianism, hard work, originality, relationships. Uh, The list I use has about 50 different words on it, it looks like. And it's not trying to put you in a box. There's even blank lines for others. Sort of take a few minutes when you're thinking about this and just really think, what describes me? What are sort of my top five values in my life? Once you've had a chance to sort of ponder that and write them down or circle them if you already have a list, I like to go on and do an actual exercise and really a hands-on, let's tackle this budget thing and literally get it under my hands, under my control. So once we've got your values, like your values in life, it's then time to really nail down the values of your budget. That is the numbers. How much money's coming in and how much money's going out and where it's all going. So coming in is usually pretty easy. I usually just have people start with their pay stub. What I have people do is take uh, either some small index cards, you could do sticky notes, You just rip up pieces of paper. If you can, it's nice to put them in a little tent side so you can sort of stand them up. And right on the one side, each category of where your money goes. And again, this is the kind of categories that you see your money going to. I can just give you a list, but break them out the way you do in your mind. If you have a special budget for pizza, put pizza on the card. Most of us may just say groceries or food, 
But if you've got special categories, uh, if you have a poker budget, a booze budget, the kids' sports budget, school, whatever. Uh, but don't forget the less interesting things in life like your insurance, car payments, repairs, and things like that. Probably one of the best ways to get these numbers is, I mean, if you're already sort of geekish and have a spreadsheet or you've got it written down, that's awesome. Use those numbers. If you're using an app like Mint or You Need a Budget Now, those are great. You could pull that up. With my clients, we have a portal and that information gets sucked in kind of like a Mint or a YNAB app and we can just pull it off of there. Again, we don't need to overthink this too much. You can just use the most recent month and where all the money went. It's sort of fresh in your mind and you could pull that up from your you know, bank statements or you could just write it down for a month, whatever it takes. If you have one of these apps and you've been doing it for a while, it's great to also use an average if you've got three or four months or a year's worth of data because that'll pull in some expenses that only come up every so many months. Your gifts budget is going to be a lot more probably around Christmas. If you have property taxes, they pop up twice a year, those sort of things. So again, just give give this a best guess. This is a great exercise to just revisit once in a while. So don't feel like you have to get it perfect the first time. And write down each category and how much money goes to that category on your little cards or stickies. So the next part is what I kind of like doing. It's sort of the fun part. You actually get to put your hands on your money, so to speak, and tell it where to go. So what we're going to do is find something that can represent amounts of money. I happen to use blocks. They look a little bit like Legos. Um, It's important to have two colors or two shapes or something. They want them to look kind of similar in size, but be just a little bit different. If you don't happen to have blocks laying around, see what you do have. Peanuts. (laughs) We all work for peanuts, right? Um, Oh, maybe those little mini cookies that come in a bag or cereal. Maybe food's not the best one. We don't want you to sort of eat through the budget before you're even done with the exercise. If you have a bunch of nails in the basement, perhaps, you know, a bunch of nails, whatever. Anyway, find something that can represent essentially dollars. And I think it's better to have something sort of physical, not just little pieces of money. You definitely just don't want to write an amount of money on a sticky. It's important to have little things that you can touch and move around. All right, so once you've done that, What we do is we assign a value to each item. So let's say we're using nuts. So again, I mentioned we use blocks. So we have green blocks and yellow blocks. So the green blocks will represent how much money you make, what you bring in. Again, if you have peanuts, maybe you're doing peanuts and almonds or something. So if it's peanuts, count out quite a few of these. I usually have about 300 blocks. Okay, the next thing we'll do is assign a value to each block. So I said I usually have about 300 in a stack. I try and make the math not too difficult. So as an example, for someone making less than $2,500 a month, I might assign blocks uh, of $10 each. If you're making around $5,000 a month, I might assign $20 each. Usually though, what I do for each block is assign 
like an easy to do number, 10, 15, 20, 25. If you're making a lot of money, 40, 50, $100 block. And then count out however many blocks you need to represent your income. So let's say you're making $2,600 a month and you've assigned $15 to each block. So you go ahead and take the $2,600 a month that you earn, you divide that by $15 per block, and that comes out to just around 173 blocks. So then you go ahead and you count that out. Again, if you're using peanuts, cereal, nails, whatever you got, count those out. And then you're gonna start putting those next to the cards that have the amount of your budget. So again, let's say every block is worth $15. So you take your blocks and if it says that you have a rent budget of $1,500, then you go ahead and you put 100 blocks. That's 100 times 15 is 1,500. And you put those blocks next to the card that says rent. And then you'll do that for groceries and everything else. Now, what you'll see is if you are spending more than you're bringing in for that month, or if you're using the average, if you're averaging that, you're going to run out of blocks before you run out of cards. Meaning you've still got bills to pay in your budget, but you've run out of income that are represented by your blocks. And this is what you, where you're going to go and use a different color block, or if you're using peanuts, you might use almonds, or you're going to use something that's different, but you'll continue that same thing, $15, you know, a block and put that out there. So we happen to use yellow blocks. So if I still have, oh, $70 worth of expenses left, that's going to be about another four and a half blocks. So I'll go ahead and just pick up four or five of the different color blocks and put them there. So now I can see as I look over my budget where everything's going and whether there was enough money. I may have, if I'm doing well, I may have a pile of green blocks. I may have a little pile of money left over that didn't go into the budget. Or if it was a rough month or I'm struggling to pay all my bills, I'll see that represented by the yellow blocks or the almonds or whatever else you're using. So now just sit back and take a look at it. What do you think? Are there any surprises in there? I knew, you know, I have a horse habit and I knew when my husband and I did our budget, I knew there was going to be, that was going to be a pretty big pile. But at the time my horse had had some big vet bills and that pile was huge. And I was like, holy cow. I mean, I like this, but that's maybe a little crazy. That may be somewhere I might want to make a change. Once you have it all laid out, just take a couple minutes and sit there with it and, and take a look and see, you know, what's your initial reaction to seeing it all laid out in front of you? How have you spent your money? And is there anything that surprised you? Were things that you seem to be spending a lot of money on weren't the ones that had so many blocks, was there anything that was like, holy cow, I really spend that much on that? Or 
maybe you, you follow this pretty closely. Like, yep, no, that looks about right. And then go back. Remember that values exercise we did with your life values. Look back over the list, especially, you know, those top five that you focused on that really seem to resonate with what's important to you in your life. And then look back at the blocks and where everything's allocated and all those piles. Do those match up? How, how do you feel now thinking about your values, where your money's gone for the last month or has been going if you're using an average? And then are there any areas you wish you were spending more on? And why? What about that's important to you? Are there any areas you wish you were spending less on? You know, these areas just aren't important to you and they're eating up your budget and you could be spending it on something else. This is a great time, you know, again, if you've got a spouse or a significant other you're doing this with, is to talk about values and see does the budget reflect one person's values more than the other or are you sort of on the same sheet of music on where everything's going. This can be a real eye-opener both for you individually and then also for a partner if you've got one. All right, so once you've done all that, then we go back again to taking charge of, you know, your money and putting it where you want. So for this step, what you'll do is you take each of those cards. If you remember, I suggested tenting them so that you'd write on one side how much money is going where right now. Go ahead and turn those cards around and assign values that reflect where you'd like your money to be going and how you might change your budget to follow what's important to you and your values. And then go back and reassign those blocks based on your new budget that you've just drawn up. And again, sit back and look at it. Does this reflect what's important to you? Is this where you'd like your money to be going? You've worked hard for it. If you didn't have, if you ran out of blocks before you ran out of needs, this is a time to really look at those areas and see where you're willing to cut something that's not important to you so that you can have enough blocks or enough peanuts to pay for all the bills. So once you've done all that, go ahead and reassign the blocks and take a look. And again, just sit back and take a look at it, see what you think. And then if you're pretty happy with that, go ahead and just write this down and start changing your spending habits to reflect that. So one thing to realize is this is often just not a one step and you're done sort of thing. I mean, it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to spend less on this, spend more on that, or spend less on this so I can save more for that, which is a higher priority for me. But we're all humans and you're going to have months where surprises come up. You find that, you know, your car is getting older and it's breaking down more. And that's just going to have to be something that's higher in the budget until you can afford some, something newer. Or maybe you decide, hey, maybe if I get a side gig, I could keep my spending plan the same and then find that money to make up the difference from the shortfall. Maybe there's a way to earn a little extra money, get some more hours, do something on the gig economy, have a yard sale, 
whatever. This is your chance to sort of brainstorm and figuring, figure out so that in the end, you can balance out how much you have coming in and how much is going out so there's not a shortfall every month and they're reflecting what you wanna do with your money. And this is a great exercise to revisit periodically. As you keep track of where money's going in and out, you'll have a better feel overall for the average amount, sort of where things are going, so that months where there's a lot more expenses in one category don't come up as a surprise. They sort of are all incorporated into the big budget overall. And then life changes. You know, you may move. You may go on a deployment. You may get a new job, get married, get a new car, buy a house, go to college. You might have different savings goals as life changes. All this is going to affect your budget. So, you know, you might set aside to do this once a year. You might have a trigger. Oh, every time something new is going on, you might pop the exercise out again. It, it's not designed to be one more big thing on your plate. It's just a way for you to visualize and physically touch where your money's coming in and where you're, where it's going out. So you've got a good feel, literal feel for it and are able to align it with what's important to you. So I've hoped today's discussion about budgeting, maybe a different way of looking at it and a way to sort of literally take hold of it and take charge of it has been helpful. I'll go ahead and put a list of those values I was talking about in the show notes. Also, if you're interested in just buying this sort of exercise in a box, I'll put a link for what's budgeting blocks is what I use if you're having trouble not eating the peanuts or the breakfast cereal that you used the first time you did the exercise. Um, if you've got any questions uh, or would like to reach out with any comments, please do. You, you can always connect with me through my website, moneypilotadvisor.com. And as always, I love hearing from you, getting questions that might be answered on a future podcast. And until next time, don't let that B word be a B word. Thank you for joining today's podcast. Like to find out more? Visit us at moneypilotadvisor.com. Let's team up and land your financial life.